Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. Today I'm joined by Alexandra Francis. She's an illustrator currently working at Flow in Manchester. I picked up her work on Instagram and thought I'd send her a message after finding out she also graduated Shillington Design College, which I, which I did uh, over the course of 2017. And it was uh, it was awesome to, to chat with her. Uh, you'll, you'll find out in this in this podcast what we talked about. It's all about Shillington, all about uh, finding jobs after being at university in Shillington, and then uh, moving on to uh, her own work and what her inspirations are. Had to be a good young creative and intern getting an actual job in the studio and we also talk about the north of England amongst a few other things and before we get into the podcast I do have a couple of things to mention and uh, first thing is that we're sponsored now this is a sponsored podcast which is exciting uh, also merchandise have helped us out massively uh, with the event that's coming up in November which we'll talk about in a second but they are the new sponsor of the podcast I've used them in the past for many different things like hoodies uh, mugs I've used to put that Matt Roth poster up there and it's really nice to have their support and be backed by such a huge company uh, I recommend going and checking them out I'll leave a link down in the description below for the awesome merch website. They produce really high quality print with fantastic customer support. And the next thing I'm mentioning is that awesome merchandise have helped out with is the event in November, 15th of November 2019 in London. Really, really excited about that. It's been the biggest night of my life. I'd love to see you there. Uh, £5 a ticket. It's so cheap to come and get a ticket to that. Uh, again, link down in the description. And it's going to be a, a cool evening uh, of great talks by uh, Dixon Baxi, Ian Barnard, Tom Ross, uh, and the Garrison Pizza. Uh, <laughs> we can find out in this show about that, that reference. Um, but we're also going to go out for a drink afterwards. So, a really nice community feel uh, up in London, uh, central London, on the 15th of November 2019. Grab a ticket now down in the description. That's enough of me waffling on. Let's get into the podcast. This is my chat with Alexandra. That's it. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. <laughs> This is my first. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Just just finished work. Um, I go on holiday tomorrow, so that's exciting. Oh, nice. Anyway, cool. Not anywhere, no. Right. <laughs> I was meant to go to Greenman, but it sold out before all my friends got tickets. Uh, so I've just kept the days off so I can just stay at home and pretend I'm at Greenman, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> get all the messages from the friends. It's just like, oh, I'm not there. Well, they didn't get tickets either. Oh, so oh, okay. All of us got tickets. But someone I work with did, so I can just look at her Instagram story and be yeah. like, ah, <laughs> maybe next year. Uh, yeah, uh, start off with who you are and, and a bit about yourself, please. Uh, so I am an illustrator slash graphic designer. I work at a design studio called Flow Creative. We're based in the Northern Quarter in Manchester. and We're mainly an animation studio, but we do bits of branding and website as well. So... I've been here for about a year, coming up to a year, and so that's basically what I do. Nice. Are you? Uh, is that my that... age? I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> Your favourite biscuits? I don't know. What like some random oh, questions? Like <laughs> I'm a Manchester United fan. So oh, you go. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. Start. <laughs> uh, we don't talk about it. Um, I like caramel digestives. There you go. Uh, yeah. I'm really into video games. I love video games. Uh, I don't know. I'm not that interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I run a zine, uh, an independent. That's interesting. With two of my friends from Shillington. Uh, and we just recently got into Magma, which is a bookshop. Amazing. What's the what's yeah. zine about? It's called Make Room, and it's all about making room for female-identifying people. And we've only done one issue because it took us a year to do it. It's it's a long story about how it took us a year because 
I oh, can tell get me, tell me about that. it. We got we got a time. Um, so we decided to print it ourselves. We'd never had any print experience. We just graduated Shillington and we were like, we want to do something together. We yeah. want to do something about women. What do we do? A zine. So we decided to risograph print it because we think that's like the zine formula. And we rented out a risograph machine and it was in German and <laughs> couldn't change it from German. So we were just sort of, none of us had risographed before. So we were just looking at this machine. I had like Google Translate up on my thing. We all know what Drucken means now, which is print in German. So that's like ingrained into our brain. And it was a bit of an ordeal. And we got halfway through, like it took us six months to just do half of it. And we were like, we need to get someone else to finish this. So then we gave it to a proper risograph person and we were like, please can you finish this? Cause we're going mental. So it took us a year from like the idea and we designed it in like a month. So the design was there and it was just like this painstaking process of us like battling with this risograph machine that just wasn't having any of it at all. Like after work we'd go and it was last year when it was like super hot in summer. So we'd be sweating in this risograph and be like, it's not working. We were just like, go home, just go home. But we got it printed and then it, we sent it out to people we like just for free because we just wanted to send it to yeah. like all these designers in Manchester that we love. And then Magma said they'd take it. So it's in Magma Manchester. Amazing. And one in Covent Garden, I think, and one in Clerkenwell, I think. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's yeah, like, somewhere in London. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from up north. I've heard of that. I've heard of Clerkenwell. Um, but yeah, and then a shop in Stockport called Rare Mags also took it on. So nice. it's pretty cool to have it in shops. Yeah. So is that more of, is that like a little portfolio piece as well? Is that? Yeah, I think it started out as we just wanted to make something cool, just the three of us, and wanted to have like control of it outside of our jobs when we graduated. So yeah. it was a good like portfolio piece, but I think we want to, we're starting issue two now, and we want to sort of, have submissions and make it more about other people and not just like look it's us and we wanted to make something we wanted to be like look we want to celebrate other creatives that are like around us and yeah probably better than us <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's, it's it's cool like that you're doing that from outside of university outside of shillington i say university i got it engraved in my head but we both went to shillington and didn't go to yeah. university <laughs> um but no let's let's tell the story that because i Shillington, how did you find it, first of all? Yeah, so I actually did go to university. Uh -huh. I did a, a fine art course. Okay. So I graduated fine art and I was like, I don't want to be an artist. Uh, what do I do? So I was going to do teaching. I was like, that is not me. I'm not a teacher. <laughs> no. And then someone I knew had been to Shillington and I was like, maybe this is. And I, was, I looked at the price and I was like, whoa. But everyone told me it was worth it. And mm. it, it like. I know people get jobs after it and that's all I wanted. I was like a university student, I'm broke and I want a job, <laughs> I want some money. So then I did Shillington and it was like the best thing I've ever done because I've always thought about graphic design, but I needed someone to like sit down with me and be like, look, dummy, this is like the programs, this is Illustrator, this is Photoshop, this is InDesign, like, this is how you use it. And I think I needed to be like, come help me. And like, I needed someone physically to pester yeah learn it properly i think but shillington was intense because it's 13 weeks i think yeah so you did the three months course yeah i did the full oh, time oh wow did you do part-time yeah i did part-time lazy yeah, yeah. 
always looked at the part-time students who were like, you don't know the stress of portfolio week when it's two weeks back to back and yeah. you're crying. But what was portfolio week for you? Uh, it was, was it, uh, I spread out. I mean, I guess we, we had quite a long time to, I can't remember it's most, it was a couple yeah. of years ago. It was. Um, what year did you do it? It's 2017. I graduated. I think I did 2017. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, I did this, like the winter one, December. Uh, okay. Wait. So when did you graduate? June, July, or December? No, I started in September and graduated in December. Oh, oh, because obviously, yeah, it's quick. Yeah. Um, no, so I, you yeah. Did the whole year. Yeah, yeah. But the portfolio time was yeah, it's busy even for a part-time student. Yeah. Um, but it's cool having those different people on the course. And for people, listeners don't don't know, Shillington is like a, an alternative to university. People uh-huh. who want to change their it's it's more people who want to change their career paths, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I was sort of I think I was the youngest, and I was a bit weird because I'd just come out of university, so I hadn't had any other life experience. Whereas there's yeah. people from Brazil and like people from Portugal, and I was like, wow. It was just like really good to be around all these people who just had so much more life than me, and see how like how they've used that experience, whether it was like working in a call center or something and how that applied to how they like approach different design tasks and stuff. And I'll just be like, I don't know anything. (laughs) We we had an amazing woman on our course. She was 60. Yeah, wow. And uh, yeah, she's lived in Japan her whole life and then lived gone back and forth in London it's honestly like you say it's so many people from different different parts of the yeah. world and um, like Italy uh we had people from Iran uh yeah it's it's, it's, it's amazing I mean you meet so many people in such yeah I mean, obviously being in a big city as well like London and Manchester mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot more diversity and a lot more culture and it's mm-hmm. really really cool to mix with those people yeah and you'd never I'd never would have like now I've got a friend who lives in Armenia and I'm like I'll come to Armenia sometime and visit you because I can, but I'd yeah. never really like meet someone like that and bond with someone like that because it's such an intense like 13 weeks. It, you just sort of bond really quickly because you're all just shoved into this sort of like, oh, I need to make a portfolio and like this like train that doesn't stop. So we all sort of became like a big, like weird family, I think. Yeah. I wonder if it's, if you become more friends or, or, uh, closer friends if you're on the full t- other, other mm. full-time course because it's yeah. obviously seeing them every day it's like a proper design studio uh, I wonder if that I wonder if that's right yeah we sort of we joke that everyone who had like partners outside there needed yeah. to be some sort of support group because you just got <laughs> home you're like, I don't want to talk to you I need to think about my mood board <laughs> like don't talk yeah. to me and they're just sort of like but yeah it was really good. And meeting everyone's sort of family at the degree show was nice. And I'd be like, oh, I've heard so much about your partner and your wife and stuff like that. And I still see them all the time because they're all sort of, everyone's got jobs in Manchester from my okay. family, a lot of them. So I'm like, oh, I know someone who works over there and stuff like that. Yeah. It's actually, I'm really, I was really surprised at how many people uh, left the course and went straight into a job. Um, mm-hmm. I know people who work at Brand Opus or like got Brand Opus is a huge agent, a huge studio in London, packaging studio, and, and this yeah. branding is incredible. How you just really sort of walk in there and get a job, yeah, um, and it's done fantastically. Yeah, it's such, it's just mad that you can learn that much and have such a high quality of portfolio by the end of thirteen weeks. Like I'd never touched an like Adobe program going into that, and most mm. people on my course hadn't. So it was really just like you just thrown into it. Yeah, we might be a bit biased, but I, I always say like <laughs> university is that you know 
from what I hear <laughs> is that you you know you, you spend loads of time three years of your life. Uh, what, why not just do it in? Why not just do it in three months or yeah or yeah like six nine months yeah. uh, part time and. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, just... I think that, yeah, because I did my three years of fine art and I think it was they're good for different reasons, I think. I think the right. degree wasn't good for getting me a job, but Shillington definitely gave me the skills to get the job a lot better. And it was sort of just like really, it was the education part of university just focused in. Whereas okay. uni's more about, I think, like partying and like the life and being away from home and like trying to figure yourself out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think you're right. You missed. You, we didn't really get the culture of. We had a few nights out, but we didn't really get the culture of like living there. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's interesting. I, th- I think it's a really, really good course. And I think more designers should take it up on it and uh, oh, yeah. trust in it rather than um, spending three years going to university. But again, we're a bit biased. <laughs> yeah, we are very biased. There was someone in my course who did a graphic design degree, and she came. She okay. was. I've not been taught the skills to, in her experience anyway, to run hit the ground running when she was a junior so she was like i'm gonna do shillington wow wow she didn't get to all that stuff at university i don't know i think she said that a lot of her briefs were just too long and so when she got into like a a junior role she was just couldn't keep up with like the workflow and the demand and because she was like six months to develop one thing i think that's one that's that's the thing you know that design job you don't have six months to develop something and at university they do give you that amount of time to mm-hmm. make it the best you can to build it into your portfolio um, yeah but Shillington like if you're doing especially doing a full-time course you're doing very very quick turnarounds mm-hmm. yeah but then again I've seen we've got some interns working at where I work now and their work they've been to university and they're just as good as some of the Shillington stuff so I guess nice. it's just like what suits you yeah I think the people outside of uni- uh, sorry, in university, the ones that get a job straight away, potentially, do you, I don't know if you agree, but the the ones that are really trying to push themselves outside university as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're, doing, they're doing things like the magazines and doing their own websites outside of university. Yeah, that really sets you apart, I think. And because it's so easy, because at uni, you sort of, you have to do the tasks, whereas you're not showing your own drive. And then if you do all these little bits, you're showing that you're really passionate and you like live yeah. and breathe it. So I think it it really defines you from like the big crowd of graduates. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing as well how you can go from not opening Photoshop or not mm. opening the InDesign yeah. or the Shillington course to, to being that good at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. And I always thought that some people just wouldn't come out with a portfolio, but everyone in my class came out with, no matter if they were a bit slower than others or like yeah. took a bit longer to grasp some of the concepts, they, everyone came out with a very good like portfolio. Yeah. How, how did you find the teachers as well? Yeah. So I had, I don't know why I'm going to say the names, like you know them, Ed, <laughs> Andy, but they were really good because they, um, they have experience themselves. Yeah. And so I knew that they knew what they were talking about and that they practice design in their spare time themselves. And they're really like engaged in, the current sort of industry so they know what because I think with Shillington don't they they adapt the course every couple of years to what the industry wants because I remember yeah. in my course most of us had um, printed portfolios whereas the course after they were all digital and since then they've like all been digital because the increase has been in like UI work and sort of yeah ours was a bit of a mix yeah they but, were talking about that when, when we did the when we graduated yeah. they said about having a printed one and a digital one 
So I ended mm -hmm. up doing a magazine. I ended up doing newspaper as well as um, on the iPad as well. So yeah. just um, skip both bases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish I did that, but I sort of just look at my dusty old printed one now. I'm like, you're useless, but memories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I look back and think, oh, I'm not never going to open that again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've probably got a stack of fifty of them left. Like, I think so. <laughs> it is just yeah, it's a bit useless. So definitely digital, but. It's, it's good to see the teachers are sort of on the ball and constantly change. I think my, mine was the first class that they taught sketch as well. Did you get it? Uh, yeah, we did. We did yeah. do sketch. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think after that, they started doing a bit of XD, but they might have gone back to sketch. I don't know. But they did more Envision. We only did a bit yeah. of sort of Envision sort of stuff, but I think they did more. And now they can animate animate bits of the portfolio. And I'm like, whoa, what the hell? <laughs> I go to like... Um, the graduate shows all the time oh, just nice. to sort of kick myself up the ass and like look at all these amazing people that have just graduated i'm like oh god i need to look at mine <laughs> <laughs> i look at my website i'm like you oh gosh have you changed your website much since you graduated i have i have yeah. i think only recently i've sort of updated it with all the work and now i'm like i think i've you can see sort of the progress and i'm like yeah that's good i've still got some of my shillington projects on because i can't let those go yet but <laughs> I have updated it. My first website, I think, was pretty like boring and templatey. And then I did it again and I sort of went too jazzy and I was like, throw colour at it. Let's be like individual. And then now I look at that and I'm like, oh God. It's just so easy to change digital stuff. It's too easy. Like you just need to let it go and be like, yeah. leave it alone. Step away. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a, that's a problem with, as a designer, you're always worrying about your branding and we're always worrying oh, yeah. about your website. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> Never don't. stops. Yeah, I, need, I look at my personal brand because I barely have one. I don't really have one. And I'm like, you need to do that sometime, but I know it'll just be, it'll engulf my life. And all I'll think about is how I can write Alex in different ways. <laughs> just don't. I'm like, there's more important things. So moving through the course and everything, obviously working full time and very busy, did you do anything outside of the course as well? Uh, so I did the zine, mm. which is the main thing I've done outside of the course. Uh, I think is that while you're at Shillington as well? No, no. Oh. Do you mean during Shillington? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we just went to a lot of design events as like a little group. And we went, we met That's up cool. a lot. And every Friday we'd go for drinks because you need oh, to blow off, blow off steam. And like, we were a very like social group. And we yeah. Still, like I'm going to someone's birthday from the course on Saturday. Amazing. And so they both live together in town from the course so that's cool too i see them i think i see people from the course at least like three times a month i think that's great we, yeah we all as i said before like a weird family of like different ages and it's really cool to sort of meet those people but yeah during the course it was mainly like go to design events because that's what my tutor said there's such a good community in manchester for design events and if you mm. just show your face enough then people will start to like, oh, I've seen you before, and you're like, yeah, I've seen you before on Instagram, but I've never said hi. <laughs> and That's the thing about meeting people from Instagram as well. You, if you meet someone from Instagram, you, you look at their profile picture, and it's like a, an illustration of, of something. Yeah. It's not them, and you're like, oh, I've heard your name. What, can you show me your Instagram? And like, oh, and then when you see it, oh, I know you. Yeah. I love your work. <laughs> I'm, I'm the creep. I'm the creep that I'll just walk up to someone and be like. I've seen you on Instagram, and they're like, who are you? And I'm like, hi, well, we like each other's stuff. And they're like, nice. uh. But I think that's good to do, I think. Absolutely, My yeah. friends are like, you are a creep, but <laughs> I do it anyway. Well, that's one thing as well. There's a lot of designers, is, uh, they're, um, 
are very well, introverted or very like they keep themselves to themselves. And I, I mean, I understood on my courses, but we weren't as sociable as what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, what, have you got any ideas or any tips for for getting yourselves out there or going to meetings or and events like this and what you should do at those sort of places? Uh, because there's a lot of people our age that listen to this podcast, and yeah, it'd be good. Well, in, in Manchester, well, in, there's loads of different, there's a group called Ladies Wine and Design, which is for women designers, and I help out a bit. I just sign people's names off at the door. I don't do that much help, but I put my name on there. Um, and they have a thing, if you're new to the, the event, you can email the host and be like, I'm new to the event, can you sort of smile at me when I come in and we'll make sure that they're sort of welcomed when they come and they don't feel like they're stood in the corner with like a drink and just watching all these other people but I think try and go with other people if you can it's always good I think for the first like 10 events I went to we all just stuck in our little like duckling group and just like followed each other around and just looked at everyone else it's always and then after that you get the confidence to go by yourself and start like introducing yourself I think the best connections happen when you go by yourself, even though it's right. really, really nerve-wracking. But I think people are a lot more friendly than you think. I think you just like go to one, just grab the courage and go to one. I think and like go regularly. Right. Yeah. 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 And the, the, well, the best thing is that everyone's got something in common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, you're all designers. You exactly. Can, you can so you speak can someone about something. You'd be like uh, Instagram, where you can talk about the speakers or stuff like that. Yeah. And in Manchester, there's Pecha Kucha, which is like a, I don't know if London has that. I think it's everywhere. I've heard of it, but what is it? It's like people do talks, but they only have 20 seconds per slide. So it just like oh, moves right. on without them. It's a bit like okay. anxiety inducing because you can see them. And sometimes people, the slide moves on without them. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> and you sort of feel for them. But that's good. And then we've got something called Craft, which again is design talks. I think there's maybe one in London, maybe. We also, Glug, Glug is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Glug's, Glug's good. good too. And you get pizza at the end. Well, you do in Manchester. Uh, I haven't been to a Glug event yet. I need to go. Oh, you get Domino's. Everyone just runs for the Domino's. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> the pizza's there. Oh, well, maybe uh, maybe a Creative Waffle event will come up to London, uh, to Manchester, because yeah. I'm doing one in doing one in London uh, in November. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah, pizza's on the list. So. Yes, you but need pizza. We're going to get a pizza. <laughs> Um, I was going to get drinks out as well, but I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to have to do that now because it's in the school. I'm oh, hosting wow. it at like a, like at, a, at a at a quite a nice private school in oh, London. Right. Um, they have fancy drinks. Yeah, I don't know. It's more that the kids are going to be around and like selling oh. alcohol, giving away alcohol. It's not going to be great. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> get a license. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go for a drink, a drink afterward. But, um, but anyway, that's another topic. Uh, pieces on this, so get your tickets down yeah. in the description. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, what was I saying yeah so Manchester is not coming up a coming thing for design it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not really up and coming it's established really there's yeah. so much good, so much good stuff around there and I'm yeah, someone yeah. that I won't be able to live down here forever especially when I want to move out I'll, I'll probably be coming up to Liverpool Manchester Sheffield area yeah. Um, so yeah what's, what's like the best thing to do around around there up north just anything or design related um, yeah anything because I, I, I want to move up there as well because I, mm-hmm. I really like that sort of well, I like I like up north. <laughs> yeah, way, good. Um, I say th- visit the Northern Quarter. This is where like all the there's loads of cool graffiti artists and stuff around here, and lots of like independent, cool, quirky shops. And there's a really good Fred Aldis, which is a big craft store, so you can walk around there and sort of be amazed by all the paintbrushes. 
uh, art gallery. The art gallery is really good. And like, but they open late on Thursdays. There's loads of good bars in the Northern Quarter. Uh, there's a place called Yes, which is a good bar too. And they have like live DJs and stuff. Nice. Uh, where else? You've just missed um, MIF, which is Manchester International Festival. That okay. was really cool. That was in the summer. I don't know if it's yearly or like every other year, but there was loads of like little art exhibitions and like St. Anne Square had like those little food in it and stuff and little markets and that was really cool. But there'll be the Christmas market soon. So yeah. come up for that. Um, <laughs> there's Mosey, which is the Museum of Science and Industry, which is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool place to go. Um, so have you always been around Manchester then? Yeah, yeah, well, I live in Greater Manchester. Sometimes I say I'm from Manchester and like people want to hit me because I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm technically from Cheshire, which okay. is like Altrincham area. If yeah. you know it, I don't know if you do. I, I, I've, um, I think one of my friends lives there, Cheshire. I think. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, it's only like a 20 minute net journey in. So. Okay. I've always been in Manchester, going to town with my friends and stuff, going to the Arndale just to walk about when you're 16, which is pretty fun. <laughs> nice. And, and the Northern Quarter, that's obviously you say the graffiti and stuff, but that's where the studio is, isn't it? The photo mm -hmm. studio. Yeah. Is that, have you got, is that the one with the, the cool windows? It oh, is. you know it. What yeah, 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 yeah. So everyone, everyone that I know knows it because of the cool windows. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wow. a big thing. Yeah, yeah. The stained glass windows downstairs, which is by an illustrator called Barney Ibbotson, and they're super cool. Yeah. Do you ever get anyone taking Instagram photos outside? Yeah. Oh, yeah. once. <laughs> Bless her. I, I love this girl, but she she was by herself, and I was like, "You go, you go, girl. You'd like you're out here hustling." She had a little tripod set up, and she'd run and like pose, and I was like, "I want to help you. I want to help you get the photo. <laughs> Tag us. I want to see it." <laughs> but yeah. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's quite well known for, for the windows. Oh, I've never, we, we don't get that many, like, people don't tag us, I don't think, but I'd love to see them. They are really cool, especially yeah. from the inside as well. Sort of like all the light shines in. Nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, they were really cool to print too. Like, they had to get this company called Scanstick to, like, make these massive, big sort of walls sticking to stick to the window and, like, okay. like specially opaque and stuff. So, like, the light shines in. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I can't believe you know that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went up there um, to see my friend Ian, and he he took me around Manchester, and he said, "This is one cool building. We're not sure what it is, but it, it does loads of really cool." Yeah, I don't uh, think the, the windows are amazing. I think people have mistaken us for a bar. Yeah, because I I we had a Christmas party, and the door was open because people were coming in, and people were coming in. And we were like, "Who are you? We don't know who you are." And someone had to like, "Right, you get kicked out. Bye. This is not a bar." But we're right next to a bar, so. They should have put some, some beers on. They should yeah. have had like, food. You're not having our beers. <laughs> no way. But yeah, we're just on like Stevenson Square, which I can see out that window. Nice. Which is where like all the bars are. Yeah. There's some really cool graffiti around you as well. There's, um, There's an aria. What was it? I'm trying to think when I came up. It must have been sort of just after the Ariana Grande. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and they did all the bees for the... Yeah, that's like more down that way. It's near like um, Turtle Bay, I think. Okay, yeah. But yeah, there's normally like, there's normally a David Bowie around here, but I think right, he's right. gone. He's now Arya Stark, which just a school. <laughs> um, but yeah, they always change all the time, so it's really cool. 
What's just it like living in that place as well? Like, or, or coming to that place every day and, and just seeing so much like creative. Yeah. There must be, is, there, is there a creative vibe around it, or is there yeah, sort of to make you feel inspired or anything? Yeah, like just so there's like even like a coffee shop that sometimes they have like different artists do like different window displays, so I get to walk past that all the time. Cool. And there's so many just like little independent things like that. Even I did an illustration recently for a building that's getting renovated, and they got loads of artists to do like the what's it called the the stuff that they put outside construction, like the billboardy uh, type things, but they're not. Barriers? They're on no. the ground. What are they called? Barriers? No. <laughs> they've, no, they've got a name. Beginning with, like hoarding? Hoarding? Hoarding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called hoarding. Like, yeah, just to like cover it up. I'm going to, I want to yeah. Google that. Hoarding. I think it is called hoarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I think, yeah. I hope it is <laughs> but they got loads of different they made it like into an art gallery so they oh, have cool. different so something that could be quite ugly and like construction-y because there's always construction in the northern quarter but they've got like local artists to respond to the northern quarter and like do different illustrations which is pretty cool so there's loads of little stuff like that yeah and like from where i'm sat now there's a photography studio so sometimes we see like the the lights flash and we're like oh what's going on <laughs> nice people taking photography. There's always some like streetwear models down our alley, like <laughs> posing and doing like, we've had like rap videos being like, wow. yeah, we can hear the music and we like put the windows up and start listening. It's pretty cool. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. That, I think I love to like work in that sort of environment where it's just, it's creativity breeds creativity, doesn't it? It's, it's just once you're around those sort of people, because at the moment I'm, I'm down, down South, I'm, my best friends at university or all my other friends or all online friends which I do meet up with every now yeah. and then but I'm on my own really yeah <laughs> I mean I'm in like a place which is like full of old people and not mm -hmm. really creative um where are you based uh, it's a place called Guild well sort of Godalming Guildford area down in Surrey okay um so the other side of London yeah, yeah. is there any like um spaces to rent desks I can't afford that <laughs> uh yeah it is expensive <laughs> to be fair yeah uh, but but yeah. maybe one day, maybe one day, I'll, maybe I'll rent in London somewhere. But uh. <laughs> oh god, I bet it's well expensive. Yeah, London. Yeah, it's too expensive. The idea is to come either up north or or down to Bristol or somewhere like that. And so, oh yeah, Bristol's got a yeah. really cool creative scene. I've only been there once, but it seems pretty cool. I mean, as a young designer as well yourself, it, was that something you you thought of when moving out? And uh, obviously, you went to university. So after university, we like okay, I'm not moving back in. I'm gonna have to. Oh, I've moved back for. in. <laughs> back in. Okay, nice. I live at home. Nice. Sadly, I'd like to move out soon because I'm gonna strangle my parents. I love <laughs> no, I love them. <laughs> but I was sort of just like, so I don't have enough money to move out. I'll stay at yeah. home. Where is it? Like in a tram's distance. And I sort of wanted to work in town because it's still sort of like that bit of independence. And uh, it's good to be in town when you're young because there's so much like stuff going on. But yeah. I think I'd want to work in like a creative because London's, I think, is a lot for me anyway. I think it'd be too much. It's quite intense. It's I don't very know. busy. Yeah. Very I've busy. only been once, but it seems like a lot <laughs> and it seems expensive. Yeah. But, um, so like places like Bristol, or I, I even thought about Glasgow, which oh, yeah. Because I think that has like quite a cool design scene too, but I think it's important to sort of be inspired by like where you are. Not that you can not be inspired in Surrey. <laughs> yeah, there's less. I think there's less. I mean, there's a lot of nature. I mean, you could be inspired by, but I don't yeah. do a lot of nature stuff. But. Yeah, I bet it's really pretty down there. Yeah, there's a lot of open fields, a lot of um, a lot of nice walks and that. 
and a lot of nice pubs to go and walk into. <laughs> yeah, pubs um, are good. But yeah, I, I think for now, I think as young designers, it's really key to be um, yeah. up in one of those places. Yeah, I think especially because a lot of people ask me, are you going to freelance? And I think I'd just be too isolated, at, mm. especially because I'm so young and I don't have that much experience. I sort of just want to leech all the experience I can off other people and sort of, this is, it's really good in my workspace. We rent desks to other people who don't work with us. So okay. I get to sit next to like an illustrator who's like really amazing. And then I see a storyboard artist. I'm like, wow, I'd never be in contact with this. And it's yeah. just all these different experiences that I just get to look at people's machines and be like, what are you doing over there? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, think, uh, that's a tool. Yeah. I think that's what I benefit from, but I know a lot of people who like to work from home and stuff like that, but I don't think I could do that. I think I'd go a bit cabin fevery. I'd be like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. I mean, like you say, it's, it's, you need someone around you. I think I, I the main thing I need is uh, someone else saying, looking at your work and encouraging you. Mm-hmm, I've just got yeah. my parents and they're not, <laughs> they just don't know. They just don't know. Um, Creative director parents. Yeah. <laughs> Make that bigger. Uh, uh, oh, anyway, we can off track a bit. So go back to Shillington and leaving, now leaving Shillington after graduating, how did you get a job or what were you looking for? Did the teachers help you at all? Um, how did that help? Hello. On our grad show, they invite, I don't know if it was the same, they invite loads of people from yeah. the industry to like come. And I remember thinking, oh, I think I famously, everyone tells me on my course, was the most, the person that was bricking it the most. I was like, <laughs> spent all this money, <laughs> need a job. I've never had a job before. So I was, I was really absolutely terrified. And then on my grad show, these two guys come up to me and they're like, you should chat to us tomorrow and we'll have a chat. And I was like, yes. yeah, amazing. <laughs> so I just, so then they offered me a job and it was, I worked at a web studio for eight months. And I sort of just took the first thing because I was like, I want a job. I need money. I need to not think about how much money I've spent on this course. <laughs> so, I, yeah, a lot. some people on my course sort of waited a bit because I think they had careers and they wanted to find something that was sort of exactly what they wanted to do. And I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, so I just wanted to try anything. But I worked in a web design studio, so I did sort of web design for a year and then I was then I started my internship here that's a different story so I was working a full-time job and then my boss here messaged me on Instagram I'd been like liking all their stuff on Instagram and he was like hey do you want an internship and I was like wow. I was like I kind of want a job he was like no no it's an internship <laughs> okay what do I do what do I do and I was like and then they were like there's no guarantee of a job at the end of this yeah. internship and I was like am I gonna leave my full-time job for an internship Yes, because <laughs> I, like, I, I really like the stuff that Flo did and it was an animation. I'd never really explored that sort of stuff before. And I was like, bollocks to it. I'm in a position right now where I don't have any overheads. I live at home. I don't have a family to provide for. I can do this, so I'll do it. So then I was sort of questioning my sanity for a couple <laughs> weeks. I was like, what am I doing? You're being stupid. And then I got here and they were like, do you want to work? And I was like, yeah, I do. Nice. I want a job. So thankfully it worked out, but that was the, probably the biggest risk I've taken, but it paid off. So it's taught me a lesson. But that's, that's important risks, isn't it? Like if you don't, if you don't push yourself forward and you never yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. And definitely that's something I want to continue to do because I'm not a risk taker. I don't think I like to play it safe. Yeah. So doing that was like, 
what am I doing? But it, it worked out, hopefully. But yeah. So I've had a bit of experience in web design and then doing a mainly animation studio that do bits of brands. So it's been cool just to learn all kinds of different things. Yeah. What's your day to day like now though, working at the studio? Uh, so sometimes I'm on a, a brand project. Sometimes I'm drawing illustrations for the animators to animate, which is just amazing to look at because it just makes everything look so much better. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I need to learn to animate because it just looks so cool. But I look at After Effects, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't understand this timeline and stuff. Oh. But oh, are we there? Oh, oh, yeah, we're still there. My Wi-Fi Hopefully. just went on and off. Sorry. Oh, was <laughs> still it? there. Okay, cool. But yeah, so uh, today I've been drawing uh, for some stuff that I can't talk about, so I won't talk about that. But <laughs> oh, secret. Hush, hush. <laughs> um, but recently we've been doing a brand film for a different agency and they've been really cool and sent us loads of cool references. So it's, I've been able to really like push the illustration style and there's lots of like bright colors and like silly things like blowing someone's socks off. So I got to draw that and it's really, and even like an octopus that was like answering the phone. So I got to draw that. And then today the animator was animating the octopus and it looked like amazing. So nice. it's really cool just to see everything being brought to life by animation and even when I do brand work like just animating the logo or seeing like a mock-up of the website moving it just yeah. makes everything like 10 times better and I'm like whoa that's amazing <laughs> yeah I mean you look at people like Fraser Davidson and see his work and mm -hmm. it's just and the, the animations are just incredible yeah <laughs> so it cool. is I'm like oh, I want to do that maybe maybe one day I'll try and get my head around After Effects <laughs> but yeah. I wish they taught that at Shillington, but they don't. There's only so much time, isn't there? There's so yeah. much to do teaching. And then, yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, maybe they could do like a double sized course and just teach it literally everything. Yeah. That's another plan for them. I'll, I'll put it to Andy Shillington. <laughs> yeah, on the I'll podcast. Say, I'll question. Say to him, yeah. <laughs> Can you do a, a year's course and just teach them literally everything? <laughs> yeah, I think you'll like that. <laughs> maybe, I, I don't know. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be intense. Mm, yeah, and then I'll be like, I want to learn Cinema 4D as well, please. And all these different things. But yeah. I think Cinema 4D is beyond my mental capacity. It's just too much for my brain. That's the thing as well. If you, if you, if you got taught more and more things, you'd be, your brain might just explode. It, it yeah. could be so much information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, probably just stick. It's probably good how it is. <laughs> Just stick to, I remember when, do you remember when they first introduced colour in like week yeah. three? And it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, this is too much, too much options I can't pick. So do you still have all of the documents and stuff in the big folder? Yeah, but I've not looked at it once. Yeah. I've kept it and I was like, are you going to look at this? And I've not touched it. And I probably should because I definitely have like asked questions that are within that folder, but I'm just not going <laughs> to yeah. look through that big older there's some good shortcuts i still need to look in there for and uh and just for people who are interested in the course and stuff there's basically come away from the course with this huge folder i mean it must be the size of someone's head like, <laughs> it's, it's like loads and loads of a4 documents and pages i think if you sold that to someone like not, not going to yeah, you know that's like the contract is it i think we signed a thing that was ah. like you are not giving this to anyone else ah that makes sense yeah yeah um, but uh, I was going to say it'd be worth a lot of money <laughs> it would because it's everything you learn and even more like they skip over a lot of stuff and they're like you can read more about it in the notes I was wondering actually if, if they would be able to 
like transform it into an online course yeah. uh, if they somehow I don't know if, if they could do it like a Skillshare course and yeah. just keep selling, selling that for a bit of a lower price but maybe um, maybe like a Shillington light I think yeah so much of the course for me was the people around that's me. it and that's like, why you pay more for that like you could have that as a as the extended mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's it on the podcast with Andy <laughs> you can pitch it too many ideas just um, throw it as a road question don't put it in the email just throw it in yeah. at the end <laughs> just questioning the structure of the course <laughs> hi <laughs> I've got a pitch uh, it's uh yeah I've got to learn my place <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the stuff that you do now, a lot of, obviously got a lot of colour in your illustrations, a lot of colour in your work. Was that uh, from from the course? Have you always been interested in colour? And obviously the pictures behind you as well have got a lot of colour in, but that's oh, the yeah. studio. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. really nice. <laughs> yeah, they are. These are by uh, Dominique Byron. I'm I, not sure I've who these are by. She's a Manchester illustrator and Flo has worked with her a lot. She's really cool. Uh, I don't know who these are by, but they're really nice and colourful. Yeah. But... Um, as we say, yeah, you inspire. What sort of stuff are you inspired by? What sort of stuff do you you look at on Instagram? Oh my gosh! Well, I spent my whole fine art degree was black and white because I just drew and I hated yeah. color. I did not want to touch color. It was really? too much for my brain. I just think in black and white. It's just so much easier. And then Shillington, I was like, I've got to think about color now. <laughs> I was like, ah. So I just sort of look at all the sort of Instagram inspirations like Sarah Beth Morgan, who I love. She's called Wonderful on Instagram. Um, That's a good handle to have. Just that, just that wonderful. Yeah. Wow. It's called, in like, there early. Fall, like fall down. So it's oh. a bit of a play on words, but she's amazing. I really love someone called Raphael Mayani, who works at an animation studio, I think. Uh, Laura B, who is yes. Do you know Laura B? I know Laura B. She's from she, Ghostly Ferns. She um, freelances downstairs in no my way. studio. She sits next to me, and the, I creep on her. So she's gonna watch this, and it's gonna be embarrassing because well, if she does watch this, I want to get her on the podcast. So I'll, I'll send her an <laughs> I'll email. Tell her, I'll tell her. <laughs> there she you go. Next to me, and she started freelancing. I was like, oh, I followed you for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I remember talking to her, and I was like. She was like, oh, yeah, I do pole dance. And I was like, yeah, I've seen on your Instagram. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've got in full creep. <laughs> that was the first day I met her as well. And I was like, ah. But she's she's really cool. And I always, like, recently she um, did a basketball court. For oh, the- yeah, yeah. And she was like, I remember her talking about flying over to do the interview. And she was really nervous. And I was like, you get nervous? What? and it's she's really really cool and it's really cool just sitting next to her and seeing like this is how you do everything she's she's really nice um, well, that's important like, to have someone next to you who's got experience and mm-hmm. yeah, i think that's what i'm missing as well working from home because i'm not next to someone i have obviously people online i speak to mm-hmm. and uh, people i would consider mentors but there's no one next to me you know looking over my shoulder and that's yeah. just something you do miss if you do try and go out alone yeah it's cool just to sort of see what like creep on people's screens and be like yeah what's that and just you see little ways of the work and you're like how did you do that and they'll just tell you because everyone's just really nice and they'll be like yeah I just did it like this and you're like whoa I've just learned something (laughs) amazing yeah Yeah, I think that's really cool she's really cool and everyone in ghostly ghostly ferns is really cool too yeah. I, don't, I don't know them, but I'd like to. <laughs> yeah, but I did a podcast with Meg Lewis. The, one of the, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. when I was telling Laura about this podcast, I was like, your friend did one of these. And she was like, oh, yeah, Meg. And I was like, yeah. 
There you go. I'm going to try and collect the set now. <laughs> <laughs> collect the set. Yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell Laura. I'll be like, do this podcast. Nice one. Yeah, there you go. That's amazing that you see downstairs next to you. That's yeah. really cool. She only started renting like a month ago. And it's, it's really cool just to see someone who's a woman and she's like killing it in like the illustration game. And I just can like look up to her, literally. She's really tall. <laughs> but yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, any other inspirations for your work? Any other places that you look or anything that you uh, look at? For my personal work, I think like the subject matter just comes from what's around me, I think. Like I've drawn the mat before because I'm always sat on the mat just commuting to and from work. Just little things like that. Like on the way to work, I might see like there's some cool houses near me and some that are quite overgrown. I'm like, oh, the light looks nice there. Or I'll just be sat at home and like it'll be dusk and I'm like, oh, the sky looks nice. I need to do something to do with that and stuff like that, I think. Just literally like just looking. I think that's from my fine art days because I was a drawer and I just, I was quite like realistic observation drawing. So mm. I think I'm just a looker and an observer and a recorder. <laughs> like I don't really, I don't think my stuff's quite, not like emotion driven or character driven. I just sort of, if I've seen something, I like to record it in my own way. It's pretty so Standard. That's interesting as well because there's, there's different types of illustrations of creatives as well. So mm -hmm. I, I'm, I don't know, I don't know what I'd, I'd be. That's, yeah, that's a good question actually. What sort of creative are you? Oh, it's too hard. That's too hard of a question. Yeah. Have you done the Adobe did like a little quiz ages I ago? I did. Yeah. yeah, I did it at the NAD festival. I'm, I'm apparently a visionary, but I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what I mean. I can't remember what mine was. I think mine was quite accurate, but it wasn't visionary. Hmm. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> I can't remember. I remember that the little character was cute. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I got a little pin badge with the character on somewhere. Yeah, it was um, like little 3D characters. They're really cute. Yeah, yeah. So did you get down to uh, DNAD at all? No. No, I, was, I remember when I first graduated Shillington, and I, I think I only found out about it like a week, especially the new blood. And I, I was like, I need to apply. This is the only time in my life I can apply. And I missed it. And I was like, <laughs> so I can't apply for that. But I've never been to one. They look really cool, though. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I've, guy, I've been to a couple. The guy who did um, our mural downstairs, who's called Los Eyes Ives, and he's called Idle Letters on Instagram. Okay. I think he recently did a workshop at a DNAD, like a lettering workshop. Nice. But I'd love to go to one. Are they in London? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So they've got their, their, I mean, the actual design DNAD festival is, is uh, the grad show one is, is um, every year. And that's a sort of July time, early July. And then uh, they do like, I'm, I'm a bit confused. They do like a course as well. Oh. Uh, do you know much about that? Do you know what, like it's a, they've got, they've got like their own studio and then they pull the, the best graduates in and. Um, oh, I think I've seen like, it looks like a summer. Yeah. Course, camp thing. It looks like a bit of a cult, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a cool cult. Yeah, it does, yeah. It's, it's some crazy design cult. Uh, yeah, I wonder how you get selected for that. It must be like you have to win a pencil or something. Mm, you've ever yeah. held, held one of the pencils? I haven't, but I've heard some crazy stuff about the pencils. Like, yeah. like they're a lot of money, aren't they? Yeah, you can buy them. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think someone tried to just buy one <laughs> without entering, and they were like, I couldn't. They're like £300 to buy. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. I didn't know. We were discussing that the other day that you had to buy the award once you've won it, which really? is just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Shit. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm never so, going to get one now. I'm not slagging you off, dude, Eddie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that, to be fair. I thought, you, I thought once you won one, you, I thought you could buy them. I, just, I thought that was the option. Mm-mm, you have to buy the award. It must, like, cost to make them and ship them yeah. out. Yeah. But... Yeah. Because I held one when my friends got one, and he, uh, he felt a bit like it felt like a, a wood a wood pencil, but mm-hmm. wrapped in sort of like a weird plastic coat. Oh, it was um, it's quite a cool paperweight though. I mean, yeah, it looked good on the shelf. Yeah, it it definitely looks cool and it's recognisable. I would like one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's strange. I didn't know you had to buy them. That's, yeah, uh, I think because someone tweeted about it recently, saying that they'd won the award, paid to enter into the awards, and then now they've were told that they had to buy the award that they'd won. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, I'm a design student spending 350 quid on a, on a pencil. Well, yeah, I think, I think it's cheaper for design students, but oh. I think they still have to pay as well, mm. which is yeah. also mad. Mm, strange. Um, but yeah, well, <laughs> that's <laughs> right, that's, that's throwing me, me off a bit. Uh, yeah, well, so overall, your time at Shillington, uh, Pretty pretty happy life and moving forward, you've you've, you've done done all right from Shillington. Like, any uh, any survival tips for Shillington and, and getting through that period? Um, just don't stress too much because I think I remember when you first start doing sort of little briefs. I, it's easy to sort of obsess and be like, this isn't perfect, this is horrible, and you're not meant to be good when you just started out. You're meant to be bad. So like, don't stress about it being perfect or it not being how you want it to be. And like, don't let it, I mean, it takes over your life, but like you are more than just a designer. You are a person too. So like, don't, don't freak out about it. Just enjoy experimenting and learning about all the stuff because this is when you're meant to experiment and make mistakes and there's no like big cost to making a mistake. It's better to make the mistakes there and mm. sort of, find out what you like what you don't like i think yeah no, it's easy true. it's also easy to um compare yourself especially because i remember at shillington you'd get the work up on the screen and we'd like go through each one so you'd be like oh my yeah. God, mine's coming up next <laughs> and you just sort of like don't want anyone to look at it and you're like oh theirs is really good and remember there's a guy who was sat in front of me and he was so quick like he'd just do things in like three seconds and i'd just look at it and be like uh, I'm still thumbnailing and you've done the finished thing, but we both got there in the end. So just That's don't, it. don't compare. I think it's, it's good as well because you've, you, you get brought up to the person that the best person's level. So mm-hmm. we had this, was the one, the one that got uh, into brand Opus. She was probably the worst in our class. And mm-hmm. yeah, every, I think everyone got up to it. A pretty decent level, like almost as good as her, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why some people from my class have got jobs now, and some people from Shillington do get jobs. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, it's it's cool how they do that. They they sort of those teachers do know who the best in the class, and they sort of select that person. And I I found that they picked their work and sort of told everyone else about it and why this is good and that. And yeah, they, yeah. Do, they just just help each other bring yeah. each other up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As well. I think they were sort cool. of my teachers were good at not favoriting. The, like the really good person because I think we, we all knew like this is this person he's so good he's so quick yeah. but they, they weren't always like look at this person's work they sort of they did the right it, way they made it quite fair they, they weren't like look that's amazing they picked yeah. what was good out of everyone's and sort of like you said lift everyone to that 
standard. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It's cool. Um, would you recommend it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm really biased if it's... You've got to see if it's for you, I think, so especially because it's a lot of money, mm. which you can do. I think they're doing Sunday schools now, but you've got to see if like that t- kind of learning is for you, if you like that full-on, if you're going to do full-time. But I really liked it, and I think the people who got the most out of it did extra work as well. So like in their spare time, they'd be researching and always looking at mood boards and Instagram yeah. and stuff and like really felt it was a passion. But I definitely recommend it. I think it teaches you everything that you need to hit the ground running as like a junior. And I think it's quite well recognized, especially in Manchester. Like people know the name Shillington. They're like, oh, you're a Shillington student. So I know what you can do and I know what level you're at. So I know what to expect if I hire you and stuff like That's that. That's cool. That's cool yeah. that it's like that now. Because mm-hmm. I, I felt like in London, people didn't really know know what it was. Yeah. Um, I think it's growing a bit more now, but um, they see it all over the tube these days. There's loads oh, of tube yeah. in London, which is really cool. Yeah. Don't, um, who does those adverts? Does CD and Co do those? I just don't know. I don't know. Oh, they might. I don't know. No. But yeah, I think that's good because I don't know. Do they recognise it in London now? Do people know what Shillington is, do you think? I think people are getting there. I think it's getting yeah. there. Cause yeah, because it is a bit terrifying because I remember my dad being like, so what qualification do you get? I'm yeah, like, I yeah. don't get one. I get a certificate and a portfolio and I get to say that I'm in Shillington. Mm. But there's not like a stamp. You've like, you're now a BA ONS, which is sort of like proof. you just got a trust in your portfolio. But That's the thing. That's That's my my main worry for my parents and stuff as well and how did you get around it how did you teach them did you just just tell them about it because that is a big thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I I remember being like hi so I've got half the money for this please help (laughs) and they were like you're doing what (laughs) and are you going to get a job after this I'm like yeah I'm definitely definitely going to get a job after this it's like almost certain I'm definitely going to get a job this is something I can do to get me a job and they were like okay but I think they were quite, they were already pretty cool with it because they were cool with me doing fine art, which definitely, well, might not have got me a job. But graphic design seemed like an industry that was sort of easier to get into than fine art, I think. So they were like, okay, as long as you want to do it and you're sure you want to do it, that's great. I, th- I think for, for parents that aren't quite as open to that and just as free, I think my advice would be to, take them to one of the open dates I reckon. oh yeah and yeah, then yeah, show, yeah. show them okay this is this person's work he's done that or mm-hmm. she's done that and uh they've got to work in this amazing agency now uh mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that would work or um i don't know i don't know how I was yeah do there's it. loads of like um student testimonials and stuff on the website even though they're on the website and you might think are these biased but i think most of them are quite honest and you can sort of see real people's stories and how they've taken their own journey because everyone has a different journey once they graduate like some people go freelance some people do some people don't work I had friends who did bar work after and then got a design job after that so there's loads of different sort of routes people take so yeah I think take them to talk to the teachers I think because mm. obviously they might give you give them a bit of a sell but I think a lot of the teachers are honest and upfront I remember I helped out at an open evening recently and there was a question like, is this going to be hard? And the teacher was like, yeah, so don't do it if, if you're not going to like be prepared to work. 
So they're That's like really yeah, that, honest. They like, were it's honest hard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They were really honest for, for us saying this is going to be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't, <laughs> you can't get on with it. Then don't do it. Yeah, because yeah. they don't want to, because even though they probably get money for signing people up, mm. the teachers love graphic design and they want to teach people who are going to put in the work. So yep. they don't want to try and drag you through it if you don't, if you don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been great. Thank you very much for talking about Shillington. That's fine. Uh, and that. Um, I've got a couple of last questions I ask everyone. Uh, and it's the big questions. Okay, first of all, uh, what's your best purchase under £100? Okay, so I thought about this. And this is a bit of a cheat, I think. because I'm going to say Procreate, which you need an iPad for, which is very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so if not Procreate, I'd say my first um, tablet, which was like a Wacom Bamboo into us thing and i think it was like nice. 40 quid or something yeah that one i think mine was worse mine was smaller than that like it's the little the baby one but it like it got me into drawing in like photoshop and sort yeah. of what procreate is like i guess so that's an alternative but it just makes if you more hand drawery it's perfect because it's so hard to do stuff with a mouse if you sort of that's your style you know, I, I never thought I'd get into Wacom tablets and drawing on a pen, with a pencil. Mm-hmm. Just using a computer with a pencil rather than... Yeah. Like, now I wouldn't be able to go back. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So, so amazing how my yeah. work's developed and how I've, I've, I've developed as a, as a designer and creative and just mm-hmm. my illustrations have come on so much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's worth getting if you want to push that sort of side of your... Yeah, and it's a good entry price, I think. Yeah. Alternative to the iPad, which is a ridiculous price, but <laughs> worth it. Uh, next, next question is uh, the best advice to creatives. If you had one piece of advice, uh, I'd say do personal projects. So something outside of your job or whatever you're doing, something that you are really passionate about, and you can control what it looks like and what the message is. And firstly, it shows you off. You can put it out on Instagram, and it's like basically PR for you Mm. and you get to sort of develop your style and sort of develop your skills at the same time and so I did uh I think I started doing 36 days of type the hashtag but I've done it over a year and I'm still doing it which is fine (laughs) but so I sort of like made it work for me but it's it motivated me to keep creating things and being like oh I need to do B now so I need to do B and like I can see that I started off hand drawing the letter a and now i've gone full digital so i've like used it as a thing to just experiment and they're all different styles which is fine it's just about trying to push myself so i think a hashtag's good as well because there's like the community feel as well yeah i think they're really good uh really good starts for if you can't think of a personal project is is Mm -hmm. maybe do a deck of playing cards or yeah um, yeah, yeah. There's something that's along along the project where you can take your time at and mm-hmm. portfolio piece as well at the end. Yeah, definitely. It looks good in portfolio. Yeah. Also, because because you're doing it around something that you like, it's going to be an exciting one. It's going to be something you don't you you, know, you want to continue doing. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to do something that you don't want to do because you're not going to do it. You're not going to finish it. You're going to start it and not want to. So, exactly. like, yeah, do it about you what you're interested in. Exactly. Uh, there's two questions that are a bit deeper. Uh, well, first of all, wish any life lessons or any life advice uh, from a young creative point of view? Life lessons. I think this is uh, stupid. I think as a creative, uh, I'm not like 
I'm not client facing. We have a, I have a project manager who deals with all the emails, but email etiquette is so important. I've seen all the emails that my project manager gets and just like, how are you doing today? Or have a nice weekend. It's just, it just makes the person feel so much better and more likely to oh, respond okay. positively. So I think that sort of bit of like, cause I just be like, hi, here is the image by, <laughs> cause I just, I don't think about that sort of stuff. I'm like, here's the illustration. Pay me, but yeah. like those little bits of like learning a bit about the client and like developing that little bit of relationship with them I think that's so important and it's something I've really learned so it's a nice to please and thank yous and, and yeah um, and like if they say they're going on holiday remember where they've been on holiday and like how's your holiday and then you start a little relationship with each other which I think is nice because you just both people at the end of the day like you don't work 24-7 so I think people really appreciate those little things. Yeah, that's fantastic advice, actually. And, and that's no one's ever said that. <laughs> I think, that's really good. 140 episodes. I feel like it was stupid because it's so obvious, like, just yeah. to write a nice email. But now when I do bits of freelance, I'm like, hi, how are you? How, how are the kids? Stuff like that. <laughs> nice. Uh, last question is a big one. Uh, how do you want to be remembered? That's the last question. Uh, okay. Um, I think as someone who was nice, I think I think in this industry, it's very community focused and sort of everyone knows each other. So I think it's important to try and be a good person and like lift each other up. And so like if an intern asks super advice, like give them good advice and try and help them as much as you can or like help out your mate that might need some help on something. Like I think it's important to like... I'm helping out with, uh, I think there's Creative Boom Maga having their 10 year anniversary and I'm helping them sell some prints on the day. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll help because it's like a cool cause and I want to like give back to my community in Manchester somehow. So I think be as a nice person. And then secondly, as someone who didn't settle, so someone who like constantly tried to push themselves and like their work and took risks, even though they're terrifying, but as someone who like constantly was trying to like grow and, and I don't ever want to get to a stage where I don't do something that doesn't scare me. Like this podcast scared me a lot. <laughs> Last night I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. This is terrifying. But I was like, no, do things that scare you. Do like push yourself. My manager, my um, boss tried to get me to do uh, a Pecha Kucha talk. And I was like, nope, not at that level yet. <laughs> not doing a talk in front of people. That would that would petrify me one thing at a time but yeah. like constantly try to push themselves i think awesome that's really really good uh where can people find you and say hello to you on social media uh social media my name is alex e francis it's the same on twitter uh, my website is alexandrafrancis.com uh, and then I need to plug my studio that I work at too. So we are flow.uk and our socials are weird. Let me check them. You can follow us on Instagram at, let me find it. We are flow. There we go. And I think it's the same on Twitter. It might be some sort of underscore, but yeah. What is it with design students saying we are? <laughs> I know everyone calls us we are flow, but it's not our name. <laughs> our name's flow creative. Yeah, but every, every design student does that. Like, yeah, uh, there's like we are. And yeah. Then, <laughs> <student> name is. <laughs> I know it's it's a weird trend, isn't it? Like, yeah. I don't know why. It's factually right, though. I guess. I guess there is more than one of us. <laughs>
Wicked. All right. Thank you very much for joining in and uh, enjoy the podcast. Really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. My first one. <laughs> I hope it wasn't too stressful. It wasn't. I feel relieved. <laughs> Great. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Go and check Alexandra out. Uh, leave links down in the description to uh, all of her things and uh, social media accounts as well that she just mentioned. Yeah, it's been an awesome chat. I really, really like that one. Um, but yeah, go check out our sponsor, Awesome Merchandise, as reminded me. And uh, yeah, the event down in the description as well in November. That would be uh, on the November. Really exciting time for me. And planning the event, really busy with that, the promotion of it. So create a waffle event down in the description. Speaker night, fifteenth uh, of November, five pound ticket. Go and check it out. And also all other stuff you can help out the show down in the description. There's a few links to the stuff as well that will help out the show. But the main thing is leaving a review on iTunes uh, or the Apple Podcasts, five star review if you want, or four star, three star, two star, one star, whatever you want to do. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. That'd be amazing. Uh, text review if you can. And um, and yeah, sharing it around on social media. If you enjoyed this episode, if you're planning to. Um, go to Shillington or go to university or, or want any tips on that sort of stuff um, ask me or Alexandra give, ask for advice or, or any uh, any questions you may have I'm willing to answer anything Yeah, thank you very much I hope that was, that was a bit of a waffle at the end there but yeah thank you very much for joining in and watching, watching or listening to this episode I'll see you next time next Monday hopefully for another episode of the podcast cheers